0: What is up guys? Happy Saturday. How you doing? This is Lauren with the Mindful Business Life podcast coming to you with our Saturday segment. Um, Saturdays we are doing the daily stoic Um, and then Sunday we have everyday blessings and then Monday we have um, our motivational Monday with uh, John C. Maxwell. I really Um, I'm enjoying these pauses. This creates in my day. Uh, I'm always a fan of like stillness and a pause and um, being in reflection. But the way I've kind of set my life up with these seven days a week has asked me to really reflect every day on who I am showing up, how I'm showing up for myself, how I'm showing up for other people my lives and if i'm being good or am i being a positive influence and a a positive energy in people's lives and um, i kind of skimmed over the excerpt today and and it really does like resonate so heavily And um, so the excerpt today is, you know, hero or Nero. And it kind of goes along with that feeling of reflection and keeping the soul pure and making sure that when we're there for others, we're non-harming. And when we're there for ourselves, we're non-harming. So let's go ahead with today, February 11th uh, excerpt, Hero or Nero. Our soul is sometimes a king and sometimes a tyrant a king by attending to what is honorable protects the good health of the body in its care and gives it no base or sordid command but an uncontrolled desire fueled overindulged soul is turned from a king into the most feared and detested thing a tyrant seneca moral letters 114.24 There is that saying that absolute power corrupts absolutely. At first glance, that's true. Seneca's pupil Nero and his litany litany of crimes and murders is a perfect example. Another emperor Domitian arbitrarily banished all philosophers from Rome. Epictetus was forced to flee as a result. Many of Rome's emperors were tyrants, yet many years later, Epictetus would become a close friend of another emperor, Hadrian, who would help Marcus to the throne. One of the truest examples of a wise philosopher king. So it was not clear that power always corrupts. In fact, it looks like it comes down in many ways to the inner strength and self-awareness of individuals, what they value, what desires they keep in check, and whether their understanding of fairness and justice can counteract the temptations of unlimited wealth and deference. The same is true for you, both personally and professionally. Tyrant or king, hero or Nero, which will you be? I would, what came through really quickly was uh, in Batman. You know, either uh, die early enough to see yourself the hero or you live long enough to become the villain. And that always plays in my head. For me, one of the funny things is, you know, when I talk about my run for president or office, one of the first things people talk to me about is almost the tyrant. When people are throwing all this money at you, Lauren, you know, what are you gonna do? Who are you going to be? How are you going to say no when you can have that much power and success? But people who who take all the money they they lose their power because now you're controlled by somebody else and I don't want to be controlled by anybody but the people I'm running the country for which is all of you that listen and so I know for me like I only a lot of people ask how I'm gonna fundraise and how I'm gonna get money and I want to work with small mid sized and large businesses I don't want to work with super large businesses unless they're in full alignment with my morals my values and the country as a whole I love this concept because it I had to do this this morning I had to step back and I had to look let's see where it says it so again it says so it's not clear that power always corrupts in fact it looks like it comes down in many ways inner strength self-awareness What they value, what they desire to keep in check, and whether their understanding of fairness and justice can be counteracted by the temptations of unlimited wealth. I have to say, like that whole statement is a constant reflective reflectatory state like ideal that I have. In every moment and every situation where there's an interaction that is what we would most likely feel is uncomfortable. That is what I do. I ask myself, am I, it goes into like putting yourself in someone else's shoes. Like, am I doing something wrong? And if it's like, okay, I am doing something wrong. What am I doing wrong? That is self-harming to myself or someone else or to a situation, a place or a thing, of course. I'm constantly in this keeping my desires in check. I don't ever want to take more from someone than someone's giving me, obviously. And if I notice that someone's giving me more than I'm giving them, a lot of times I actually pull back because i notice that and I then evaluate what it is. Am I not giving to them because it's not within my, my emotional capacity? If I'm not giving to them because it's not my financial capacity, am I not giving to them because I just don't have the time and space? For whatever it is that they personally need. It's very hard to have relations. And I don't mean sexual relations. I mean relations with people period. Everyone is. Even though we are all quite similar, similar. We are also very different. And it makes it very hard to constantly satisfy someone else's needs. Because you have to be worried about yourself at some point in time and you have to be worried about your inner your inner being and, and, and things like that. And so I really love just the reminder to one get get very clear on your desires, right? Get very clear on your wants and your needs and your values and your morals. Right. And then from there allow this inner strength and self-awareness and this constant check-in to become what you do I mean before you do a good task I wouldn't say check and make sure you're doing it for the right reasons but ultimately you want to make sure you're coming from a place of love you want to come from a place of not expecting I was just talking to you an ex today about the dating scene And we were talking about the fact that, you know, you get on these apps and people just swipe and swipe, right? And they'll match you even if they don't like you. So when you match people, you get this hopeful expectation of good conversation. You get this hopeful expectation that it may lead somewhere. There's this hopeful expectation and it could just be a hopeful expectation that it leads somewhere sexual, it doesn't matter right there's still like an expectation placed on that conversation starting or that after that match is made right and I told him I said man I and it's a lesson for me too you know I said I I match guys all the time and I don't have an expectation on whether we we talk or um, whether it goes somewhere but more so like I don't have a hope of anything when it comes to these dating apps and he was like no you're right like we can't just have this like hope and expectation because most of the times especially in those places it's not met but then what happens from like that those negative interactions we start moving into this concept even more are you the hero or nero right like are you staying in this king state this goddess state of mind, even though you've been hurt and let down, or are you starting to become the tyrant and the fact that you are emotionally dying from the lack of expectations and hopefulness being met in these online interactions? I think, you know, we as a society end up so broken from our past, from the things that have hurt us and harmed us, and it, it sucks, Sucks when you get let down. Sucks when you get abused. It it sucks and it hurts. It's not a fun place to be in, feeling let down emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually by others. But at the end of the day, even though you have been, so has everyone else. And it doesn't mean you don't aren't allowed to have your space of grieving. It's not that you can't have new boundaries. But it's the mindset of keeping your spirit king and and goddess like. It's the uh, not allowing yourself to become that which you do not want to be or be don't you know that which you do not wish to keep receiving, because that's what happens. A lot of us and I've had these moments. Like I've had these negative experiences that shut me down. My uh my event last week shut me down emotionally hardcore. And I can't lie, my feelings towards men are probably a little skewed this week because of it. Not that I don't love y'all. I love you guys. I love y'all for sure. But it makes me go, I don't want to work with men that much anymore. I love to build up this sisterhood. And so not saying that. You know, I don't ever want to work with men. I'm obviously always working with men. But it creates this tyrant energy and attitude in me. And it created a stiffness within me. And a lack of flexibility in my thought process around men and how they interact with me. And then I have to, and as you can hear it out of me, I'm expressing that. But as I express that, what comes back is, okay, Lauren, you hear yourself speaking like that. Can you let go of what has happened to you? can you become fluid and flexible and open again to wanting to have men in your sphere so a little something i had uh was putting on an event with somebody and this man was kind of disrespectful to me and he ran up in my face and the person i was collaborating with thought that was okay because he's healing that's not okay that's abusive that's narcissistic and that's dangerous. And so for me, it created this stiffness within my spirit because I've been around abusive guys. I've been around narcissistic guys. We all have, for sure. Um, and so this whole week I've been in this weird space. And so now as I sit here and be reflective even on this, I'm like, okay, can you relax back into life and not let what has happened to you hold on to you for so long That you push people away. For me, the answer is yes. And so how do I do that? Acknowledge where I am messing up in my stiffness, and my inability to be emotionally flexible, physically flexible, because it's showing up in my body. Right? But then making sure that my interactions with people are, are wholehearted and true and real and compassionate and caring my conversation with somebody that I've been talking to today, I had to pull myself back because I, I could see that I was still feeling I from this past weekend and I'm emotionally shut down. And so my responses are very short and direct. They're not fluible, fluid and flexible. And I don't wanna hurt anybody because I'm hurt. You That's not okay. But at the same time, when someone knows that you've been through things Can they have the compassion to understand that you're still healing from hurt? And I think in the equality of things, both of us are right to feel what we feel. But it takes it for me, I feel like I have the bigger responsibility to correct myself. Now, at the end of the conversation, I think I realized that for me, this relationship isn't quite what I need right now, what I want. And that's okay. But at the end of the day, I, ha- I want to keep checking myself. I don't want to hurt others. I don't want to lead people on. Friendship-wise, even that girl from last week who created the space with me, I blocked her because I realized I can't have that in my bubble. I can't lead you on thinking we're friends. We're not. (laughs) I'm not here to lie to you. I'm not the type to smile on your face. I'll smile and be kind because I'm kind. But at the end of the day, uh, I don't want to be fake or phony. And that's the tyrant too, right? Being fake and phony is a tyrant. Being fake and phony or smiling someone's face when you don't like them. Or people who uh, passively, aggressively do things all the time or make smart comments about you they're being tyrants they're not being kings and so i'm really grateful for this passage today because it it pulls me back into that space of reflective reflectiveness and i hope that you in turn kind of keep these two right it's almost like the balance right it's almost like the scale every day at the end of the day Say, was my soul pure today? You know, were my intentions pure today? Did I show up the best human being I could be today? You know, and then if you notice that there is something in there where you're like, man, I kind of, kind of didn't like how I responded or I could have reacted a little bit different. Sit with that. Why did you act that way? How are you going to correct it from here on out? How are you going to make yourself better from that situation? If there's one thing i teach you guys if there's anything i could ever really teach you guys it is just reflect and then make better i'm not perfect there's no such thing i will as amazing as i may seem to everyone i have bad days and i'm allowed to but after those bad days i need to check myself and i need to make sure that i'm better and I can have less bad days. That's what happens, right? Mentally, if you can control your mind, you can control your day. And like I said, of course, you're going to have days where you, where you can't, right? You just have an overwhelming abundance of stress. Like I had last weekend and it's affected my days. That's a lot of mental and physical, emotional stress I went through last week. And it has really worn me down this week to where I've been overly busy with work, but I've also been showing up, but I'm also not showing up at 100%. And so you are allowed to have bad days, bad weeks, but at some point mentally, you have to kickstart yourself to get yourself back in alignment and be in the best, well, putting the best foot forward. So again, if I can teach you anything, it's be reflective of yourself and your day. Correct yourself before you correct someone else step in someone else's shoes before you step out of your own shoes be a hero and understand that sometimes no matter what you do you, you may come off like a tyrant or a Nero not everyone's going to receive you well but do your best to stay in the hero and that king kingdom and that heavenly state as much as possible Wow, this is dissecting a lot. And I am looking forward to talking to you guys tomorrow for everyday blessings. Hope you have a blessed day. Namaste.